Everybody and welcome to a special episode of Technically Speaking. If you haven't noticed, we haven't released a podcast episode in a while. That's because more recently, I've actually been holding video streams, tech chats on YouTube for about past six months now. Every Monday, make sure to come check us out there if you want to participate. This past Monday, I actually had a really great conversation with three people from a fellow YouTuber's Discord channel, and we talked about classic tech. Uh, Bailey, Scott, Liquid Cipher, Locke and Big Big Spoon. They all grew up in the 80s and the 90s as the evolution of computing and the internet. We had a really great conversation about comparing technology and the evolution of the internet from then and now. So this is just a snippet of the conversation. Like I said, if you want to be part of the conversation going forward, make sure to come over to YouTube on Mondays and check out the live streams. Link down in the description. Without further ado, here we go right into it. Where where are you in your Python experience, Bailey? Oh, uh, I'm just beginning. Like I'm past Hello World, but you haven't built your own API class yeah. yet. Yeah, exactly. Well, what are they teaching I'm you li- in the course? No, we're literally just past Hello World, and we're installing our own um, editors now. Ah, what editor are you going to go with? Um, which one did I download? The one they were using. Uh, PyCharm. Code. Oh, VS Code. Okay, that's that one works too. That's yeah, that's a Microsoft one. I figured I'd just use his for now until I get used to it, and then I'll learn something else. Yeah, is this your first experience with coding? Or yeah. Oh well, welcome. Exciting. So you'll be you'll be uh you'll be making uh I don't know Twitter bots and uh, doing data analysis and building deep learning models in no time. You have any- Thanks for the encouragement. <laughs> no, I mean, no, Python's, I mean, that's how I learned. I didn't I actually didn't take a course. I just, I can't remember how I taught myself. I think I started out with wanting to make a Twitter bot, which is honestly really easy to do because there's a bunch of tutorials on it. Um, it's just about learning the basics of code, which I guess if, you said this is your first coding experience, so you're not just learning Python, you're learning like coding concepts. Yeah, which has always been my struggle was like I mean I, I years ago I mean this this really isn't my first experience with coding. I mean it is in thirty years. Oh, okay. Thirty five years. I mean, but when I did when I, when I my first computer you turned it on and it just blinked. Yeah. That's all it did. There was no operating system, no nothing. You wanted something to run, you wrote a code to do it. Yeah. Wait, how how old are you, Bailey? 45, 46. You do not sound 46. My first computer was a TRS-80. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I'm... It was this little... It was, you know what the Commodore 64 was? Yeah, I mean, I know... That's what this is. I know what the Basically. Commodore 64 is in pop culture is. I've never touched it and all that type of stuff. I feel like... Yeah, it, was uh, a, it was a little TV that, or a computer that 
plugged into your computer or your TV, and that was it. I feel like a bit of a poser, just, and I know it's not my fault for being born more recently than you were, but, uh, like, I feel like a bit of a poser, you know, trying to talk about tech, but, like, oh, man, you, you don't know, like, I don't have stories of, you know, my first computer and all that type of stuff. My I, my first computer was, I don't know, just like a standard desktop computer. Like, there's nothing special to the history of my technology experience. You know, you, if you look in uh, voice chat, it's a link to. That's the exact type of computer I used to have. Spoon's food looks good. I too enjoy. What is that? That actually looks really good. Voice chat. Voice chat. Voice chat. I'm gonna post another link. It's the same thing you've got to see. Oh, I see the Radio Shack. Yeah, Radio Shack computer. Yep. Color two TRS eighty sixteen gigs of RAM. See the second one I just posted. Yeah. If you look in it, there's a um, an old-style tape uh, tape deck in there. Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, that's how we used to save programs on it. We would spend all this time writing the code mm -hmm. and then put in a cassette tape and literally press record and then tell it to save, and it would literally send the data to that tape, and it would save it on a cassette tape. How far we have come. <laughs> yeah, considering it would work once maybe twice but definitely not three times before it would have some kind of text error see that's why syntax error. people my age I'm just going to speak generically for my generation here it, at least me like we take this stuff for granted so much nowadays like a computer just works mm -hmm. and we have no I don't. I wouldn't say respect. I we. I think we have respect for it. We just have no knowledge or no understanding of like truly what it was like. I don't want to say in like the dark ages, but you know, like yeah, like we've come a long way, and I, I'm really interested in learning about the history of that type of stuff. Like when I hear about even beyond this, you want to hear about like mainframes in the 50s and the 60s. I'm like, how did those physically work? Like. How did it physically know, like, what was? How did it physically interpret code? I mean, back then it used you know ribbon tapes and, and hole punch cards. Like, I just I want to know the, like the electrical uh, mechanics of it. Even though I, I have no understanding of electrical engineering, so it would probably go over my head. But I just want to hear about it. Yeah, uh, you know. But we, it makes sense because it's like I don't ever look at somebody who's new and go oh you don't get it because in a way you actually do even if you were born in the 90s or even the early 2000s technology and computers today jumps so drastically mm -hmm. in five ten years it's about like what i mean in the time i had this trs-80 i got that when i was in seventh grade by the year i graduated uh, Windows came out two years later. So I started high school in 90, 89, 90. Mm -hmm. So think about it. I had that for five years, and now all of a sudden we got Windows 95 came out. 
Yeah. You know, so now we've got an actual operating system. And, you know, so as quick as that came out, these TRS-80s became completely obsolete. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's just the same today. It's just a different era. But the same thing still happens. Technology, you know, really makes big jumps every five, ten years. So, I mean, you still do experience the same thing. It's just different equipment. I don't think Nate had to ever experience a modem, though. No, no, no. Uh, probably People not. Never, probably I, not. I don't think Nate had to run Windows as a program. <laughs> no, no. Nate, Nate never also had to deal with. Uh, I'm 95% done downloading this, and then someone picks up the phone. Oh man, there's so much. I, I when I was when I was younger, I had so much weird fucking porn. It was just half loaded. <laughs> yup. <laughs> what I do appreciate though is that, like. The fact that you were able to say, oh, I had a TRS-80 growing up. Like, I don't know what model computer I had. It was just an HP computer. And I think that's mm-hmm. the way it is for a lot of computers nowadays. Like, other than, like, you know, the Dell XPS line, like, it's just a Lenovo computer or an HP computer. Like, the model number has no significance because they're all kind of the same and... They, I don't. I don't see in forty years from now us reflecting on computers as they are now the same way we reflected computers from the eighties and nineties. You know, oh, dude, computers were nothing then. Like, dude, we didn't even. People didn't talk to people. If if you would think all day long what you're going to say to somebody, you mm-hmm. would say it. Like, if you're going to say something, you would have to actually go grab twenty five cents, fifty cents, throw it in the fucking machine. Yeah. Tech text it on a pager and this is we're, we're talking cutting edge technology oh my god text it on a pager somebody's in pager code that says meet me here yeah and then, then you hope to fucking god someone comes oh yeah i mean it's yeah. not yeah it's, and you hope to god they understood the code that you sent yeah yeah <laughs> pager code yep yep yeah. it, was, it was a different time and that was technology that was yeah. like cutting edge all the kids had it that was mm-hmm. our fucking snapchat that was our facebook that was our everything I, yeah there was no cell phones and i've been saying that i i've thought about it every once in a while usually for like 10 minutes and then i abandoned the idea of like you know what i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go retro one day i'm gonna live in a decade that i never experienced or I barely experienced the 90s. I mean, I was born and in... You walk out to go get your coffee and realize you're being recorded at 350 times. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but just like... Yeah, I was able to be an asshole as a child. You were not. Yeah. Right. Well, like, it's like I'm just going to turn my phone off and, uh, you know, I'm going to live in the moment. I'm not going to have social media. I'm going to live the way they lived in the 80s and all that stuff. But then I realized, like, it's it's virtually impossible just because of the culture. Like, yeah, I can turn my phone off and not have my phone for the day, but then when somebody tries to call me and I don't pick up, they're going to freak out because society expects that I have a phone on me. Mm-hmm. Or you know, society's, society around me will find it weird that I don't have that piece of technology. So it's not just my decision not to use it. But it's society around me affecting and influencing my decision oh, yeah. to use it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But you got to remember, too, back in when Spoon and I were growing up and I had like this TRS-80, 
there was only a couple of companies making computers. It really was Radio Shack, Apple. Hill Packard. Yeah, and that was about it. And even then, I had never heard of Oh, did you? I yeah. never even heard of Hewlett Packard. I heard of Royal because I had a Royal computer right after my parents bought me this TRS-80. They bought a Royal computer for their living room, and but that was it. There was no major, you know. And then you, oh yeah, and you had the Commodore 64, but that was it. That was all the major companies, and they only had that one model. Like the TRS-80 had a few different models. There was one that. You know, it was a desktop machine, had dual drives, all that, but it still went by the same name. You know, so it wasn't like today where there's a bunch of different computers and there's an office type computer. There's, um, you know, a, a PC for home and, you know, it's not built differently. There's not dedicated gaming. We had no real gaming back then. It was 8-bit, 16-bit. That was all there was. Oh, yeah, I remember some of the games, the early games, and you have to run them from DOS. There oh, yeah. This, there was this drag racing game. I forget what it was called, but it was so much fun. You'd have to go on the newspapers and find your, your parts for the car, upgrade the car buy it by buying it on the newspaper, and then you would, like, drag race. It was so stupid, but it was so cool. It was. But that's what we did to have fun. Yeah. And look at it now. You know, you have to have a minimum graphics card and... You know, it's just getting older, and it just really means it's just gotten more expensive, too. Oh, yeah, I suck. Unless I cheat, I suck. So, is, <laughs> is I mean, you guys, you guys aren't that old, but, like, I'm wondering if the... Uh, pre-internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you're We're not... Enough. You're not, like, retirement age old. What I'm getting at is, I wonder if the... Uh, you know, the older people not knowing the modern technology. I always found it funny because it was like they have all the time in the world to figure this stuff out. They should be experts in it. Is it partially just like kind of like giving up? Like just like it's it's way too advanced and complicated and – I haven't given up on anything, dude. I hyper-focus on what's important to me. Well, you got to remember too though, Nate, that the older generation that doesn't get technology – is the same older generation for us that didn't get technology. Yeah, true. They didn't have the technology to start with. And there's a lot of people my age that just, they just didn't get it back then. I was just a nerd back then. Yeah. Okay. You know, so it's like... We're, we're getting into a day and age where nerd's normal. Exactly. Like that that yes. stuff is normal. Like, being on the computer, if you don't have a computer, you're fucking weird. Yeah, Exactly. Back then, if you had a computer, like if you were, they're like, "What are you doing?" They're like, "Dude, I'm going to my uh, going to my 3D animation class. It's got internet." And they're like, "Okay." Yeah. I mean, <laughs> now today everyone's going there. Like, if you didn't have a phone, imagine everyone would go to computer class. Yeah, exactly. You know, the best way to look at it now, Nate, you look at our little corner of the internet now, where we all like to run home servers and, and home assistant, and we we like to get our own media, you know, however we can. Remember this. God, I had to remember we're on the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> remember this. That, for you guys, for you, that's what we were in high school. That's the nerdy level we're at. Think about with regular computer nerds that we were in high school. Now, take being in the home servers and going that much deeper as another level of being nerdy. That's what we were back then. 
Okay. And we're that today. And we yeah, were but doing I own it, it today. With Xboxes. We were doing it with weird shit you shouldn't be doing it with. Oh, yeah. So, and we were always modding. Like, do you, what, Spoon, do you remember the original Nintendo? You opened up, I forgot what it was now, but you put a wire somewhere and it, like, unlocked all these game add-ons. You could do, like, special things and... No, I do remember no. having to fix my Nintendo in multiple different ways, and oh my, God, yeah. and my and my Atari. But uh-huh. uh, Nintendo, I like my main goal with that thing was just to get it to work. I knew how to blue it, smack it, pull yeah. it to the side, <laughs> slap it on the edge before it goes down, yep. blow on the top, even though it was like a completely closed off, no aerated <laughs> gap, <laughs> but it somehow yep. worked. Yeah, yep. no. I think it was just a lot of prayer and fucking. Jesus got sick of this shit. Man, by six months you had your Nintendo, you knew exactly how to push down on every game to make it load. <laughs> Hell yeah, we did. <laughs> and they were like, don't blow on it. Don't do this. Don't do that. I'm like, shut the fuck up, because whenever time you touch it, it don't work. Perfect time to come in, Liquid. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> I do what oh. I can. <laughs> I'm so, it's all right, I'm going to use the spoon blowing game. <laughs> no, we were talking about the original Nintendo. Nintendo, I know. I By like six months, man, you knew exactly how to put every game, how to push that exact yeah, right spot right. to have it start. Yep. Because you fucked with it for so long. <laughs> yep. I thought it was too, where Nate was like, he, he wishes he could come from our era. And I kind of said, you know, dealing with where we are now where it's a small group of us that like have home servers and do this stuff is kind of the nerd of back then yep no the real nerd of back then was the person that had the commodore 64 no my parents wouldn't buy me one i had the trs 80 oh, all right that i'll put that right along with it see again you guys know I computer but but the minute you get into true consoles like Ataris and Nintendos and whatnot, you were a nerd. But oh, yeah. Not to, not to that level, because if nope. you had to type on a keyboard, mm -hmm. you, you had to at least have a general idea of some form of DOS commands or computing. Yep. That was my joke a couple of weeks ago on Facebook. Everyone, there was a TikTok going around like, oh, you're, you know, you're this old. And as you're getting older, for anybody that was born after the year 2000, I was like, Screw you. I think if you turned your computer on and the cursor just blinked, yep. don't talk to me. That's the no. only people I want to talk to. Know your CD commands and your run <laughs> commands. And, yeah. When it's I like, was no. at Blockbuster, everything was written off, I swear, DOS. Like, everything I had to do was <laughs> yep. a ridiculous command to, like, pull up a customer, look up a movie, fucking look up the status of a film. It was just so much bullshit. I hated it. I sometimes forget that Linux only started in 91. Yep. Like, I used yep. to think, I think, like, oh, Linux, that's an old thing, too. But, like, no. Like, that's... Linux is the shit. Actually, man. relatively it new. It, yeah, in comparison. I, I laugh, because, I mean, I've been into it pretty much since the internet was out. I found it, and I've always enjoyed tinkering with it. But can you imagine everyone... You know, Bill Gates and everyone, oh, we're not going to even bother writing these codes for Linux because it's never going to work and we don't want it to do it, da da da. And look at it now. It's on like almost every major business in some form or another is running yeah. Linux. Oh, yeah. Hindsight is 2020. Look at all the variants, though, too. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. We don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, Nate, are you, stream- are you streaming now? Yes, I am live streaming. All right, I just want to make sure I was keeping it PG if you are. <laughs> oh, you already, you already got me uh, demonetized. All right. <laughs> Fuck off. Is it, do you get demonetized yeah. when you call Trump daddy? Like, roll that I'm ad. I'm going to watch dude. daddy tomorrow. You go roll that ad. Roll that ad. Oh, I'm just teasing. That's the last time I'll do it to you. I, I was, oh. I'm going to end it here soon, but I was having a fun conversation with you guys all about, you know, as someone who's a young whippersnapper uh, who didn't uh, grow up with this kind of like technological enthusiasm, I, I think it's become the computers have become the norm. And you're right, Bailey, like now the the nerdy stuff is like the running the home server and all that type of stuff because computers are mass consumer. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I just, I don't know. I, I appreciate the mystery of like back when computers were niche yeah oh but we God. didn't actually have a dedicated label of a personal computer it yeah. took a lot of money to get a computer in somebody's house too like yeah, dude, yeah think about that. like i was lucky because my my dad worked at hila packard which has switched over to a billion things in now's key site but fuck like if i didn't have that i wouldn't be i wouldn't i wouldn't have had computers in front of me I wouldn't learn that cookies was some weird fucking way to catch you watching porn. <laughs> My mom's like, Whoops. I looked at the cookies and there was adult stuff in there. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Cookies, <laughs> cookies. Well, there's nothing called cookies. Oh, funny fuck. They're, yeah, cookies. Oh, I learned it the hard way about cookies. Dude, yeah, I would search the cookies, and I didn't even, once I thought actually about cookies, I would search everybody's cookies. It was like, there's hella porn in cookies. Now. Because you couldn't go on the internet, remember? Because you used to search a computer versus your internet of what was cached. Well, depending on if you dialed into a BBS or whatnot. Like, if you dialed into anything and you got mail, you had about (laughs) 350,000 fucking ads that loaded. So and there was cash, which was porn, which was actually a picture, which took an hour to download. <laughs> but you, and you got mail. Nobody picked up the phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, oh, I had a lot of siblings. I'll uh, I'll give you guys a quick story before Nate calls it. Uh, and I don't. Maybe you guys went through something like this. I know I have a couple of years on everyone here, but uh, when I first <laughs> got on the web, we had CompuServe. And at, yep, di- dial up CompuServe. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, this was in a time where in state calling wasn't free. Oh. And I was maybe nine at the time. So we're talking 1988, 1989. You're younger than me? I'm 41. I'm 46. I started high school in Oh, I didn't realize you. Yeah. You're 41 liquid. Yeah. See? That's how nerdy so. Bailey is. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I didn't know you had years on me, Bailey. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we uh I would call in cuz I used to be a, you know, I was a nerdy kid and my big thing was weather. I was fascinated by anything weather related. 
So I would log on to CompuServe every day, and I would go check out the live weather maps for hours at a time, which was great. Like, I loved it, and my parents loved it because I was engaged. I was learning about weather. I was learning how to use the computer. I, was, I wasn't I was bothering them. It reminds me of that guy that yells at the weather and yells predictions out loud. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I could have been that guy. I it's totally could have been that guy. degrees outside and that wind is blowing. I always, we laugh. Jen and I were talking about this the other day in the car, you know, not to go too far off topic, but she was like, you know, what did you ever want to be when you were, when you grew up? And I said, either a weatherman or a lawyer. So, which for the most part, you know, they're similar. You know, one thinks, you know, they both think they're spouting the truth when they're, you know, could be blatantly <laughs> lying. So... The problem was, all of a sudden, the phone bill comes in after a month. <laughs> and again, remember, this is the 80s, and it's $3,100. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I, 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 it, was a, it was a weird thing, because I still remember it, because I remember my stepfather being hissed, <laughs> and I remember my mother... And him, you could see that they wanted to chew me out, but they allowed it to happen. <laughs> yep. So it was one of those, like, holding themselves back, but saying, never do this again. And that, that was my first experience with, with, you know, internet addiction. Yours was so much nicer than mine. Mine had to do with <laughs> me and my neighbors would like we would always like fight with each other, like fuck with each other. So we would just like call the porn places and just leave, just fuck, just just fucking call them and fuck with them. Leave it on, uh, the call it, hang up, like don't even hang up, just leave it off the hook. We would do that kind of shit to each other. My parents fucking got so mad one time. They had so many porn charges. Oh. <laughs> None of us was calling the porn, but our friends were going over there and doing that kind of shit. Oh boy! Somebody put her cat in her mailbox. All sorts of weird shit. Ouch! I just yeah. lost getting to change my brother's grades. <laughs> People did that when I was in, in uh, high school. Yeah, my young, so. my youngest brother, and he just, dude, he just caught the shit end of it, man. Some couple of kids were screwing with him in class, and they literally destroyed the Prince, the um, automotive tech. They literally destroyed his car, and then blamed my brother. So they kept fucking the teacher kept failing just for the fuck of it. So I'd go in there at the end of every semester and fucking bring his grade up. There was a uh, I had my like, uh, Spanish teacher class, one of my like Spanish classes in high school, and. This, she didn't know math. She didn't know anything. She just like would fill out the grade book, and that's how you'd get your grade, kind of thing. And so she would do a positiva for the day or a negativa for the day. And then there was like five or six extra at the end of the chart, so she made those assignments or something. So she was passing everything around, and she writes in her book in pencil. She gave me a shitload of negativos for the day, which is just a negative. And I changed a lot of mine to positivos, and a lot of other people's to positivos, so she couldn't fucking know. And now I'm fluent in Spanish. 
<laughs> Mi amigo. <laughs> oh, boy. But that's what it was back in the day, though, with the internet. It was... Dude, the internet was hardly used when I was in school. The teachers, like, the, the yeah. fucking... The, even the computer teachers hardly knew how to use the internet. Oh, yeah. My typing teacher hated me in high school. Because <laughs> I took typing just because it was a, you know, it was a gimme. I could already type. When I started the class, I could type 80 words a minute. <laughs> but because... Because, and this is, I don't even know if they still officially call it these days, because I didn't use home row, because I was self-taught, I didn't, you know, and I was younger when I was teaching myself how to do this, I would get scolded all the time. But then as my, you know, I wasn't using home row and I was increasing to like 88 words per minute, you know, 90 words a minute, pretty much peaked right around there. My typing teacher could only type like, 54 words a minute. So how do you scold someone for doing it wrong when they're more accurate <laughs> yeah. and faster than you? Yeah. You need to do it like this. You mean like this? Yep. I would finish up. I was told you want to look at him and go, I'll tell you what, you can say that to me when you can type more words than I can a minute. Well, he used to get mad because I could, you know, assignments were written based on, you know, like you're going to type this out so that it's going to take you this they long. They were created to do it in for us and they didn't yep. realize how fast we can exactly you can get yep. past these things my 3d animation class had to go they had to actually bring in a professional off of like uh like i i know his name is like jesse hayes or something he makes video games or whatever he's like an artist but they brought him in because she ran out she didn't know what to do anymore she was, it was way past her fucking it was way above her head where we were learning well i i'd get in trouble because i'd say enough is enough bounce out and play snake in dos <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of rumors going around that over the next couple of days, all the states, they're going to start protesting at all of them. I'm not worried about it. Do what now? Uh, it's my daughter's watching the news oh. with me. They're talking. To, it's, it's been going around. Yeah, I, I saw that too. They're is, gonna, that, is Daddy going to talk tomorrow? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who's calling him Daddy? What the fuck? I think you just did. <laughs> no, I just, I've seen it on the internet. I think it's the most weirdest thing in the whole wide world. I've seen a lot of things on the internet that doesn't deserve to be repeated. Yeah, yeah. so internet internet in the 80s and 90s versus internet now. Go. More raw. Yeah, Google I mean, was hardly a thing. Less internet. oversight. Yeah, internet back then really was a wild, wild west. You Script had to kidding. know where you, you would probably remember... Uh, websites to go to, you wouldn't just Google it. Yeah, that's true. GeoCities, GeoCities, mm. GeoCities. Those my own little websites. Yep. Uh, what uh, else do we got? Uh, Sega Sages, which was video game hacks. Yep. Yep. Uh, like you, you remembered little things to go to. In and dude, when they told you addresses, you wouldn't. You didn't even know what that fucking meant. You just typed it in. You didn't even know what you, you didn't know. You just how, didn't know. How did you hear about addresses? You would leave magazines and shit. Yeah, magazines. Huh. I I remember this too. This is another '80s thing. I remember watching TV with. It might have been early '90s, but watching TV with my parents and hearing that Google was going public. Yep. 
and I sat there and told, and all they just kept saying over and over again is they're the the first internet company to go public that is just a search engine, and they they they're gonna make their revenue from <laughs> advertising, <laughs> and they didn't think it was gonna go anywhere. And I told my stepfather, I was like, you should invest a thousand dollars in that, thinking that that was a lot of money, and that obviously he never did that he i was too young at the time and you know now i look at it today and go you know he could hundreds of thousands of dollars at that point but those were the that you know that goes to the magazines and whatnot like you would hear commercials for duck duck go and you'd hear commercials for you know your prodigies your copy servers. let's face it how about aol discs Oh God! Blockbuster had them. Dude, we would throw them away because I don't know why they would expire, but they did. And we would we'd have these games we call them inventory games, and we'd take all the AOL discs and see how far we can throw them over the freeway. Fucking horrible, I know, but we did it. It was part of inventory games. Like, have you ever heard about AOL discs, Nate? Like, do you know the jokes behind all of that? Uh, I know of thousand hours. You can have a thousand Damn. hours. Yeah, on the uh, yeah. yeah. But you'd get like ninety of them in a month. Oh, really? like, you, oh yeah, they'd come in the mail like every you know they you know AOL was pumping them and this then is why all, we know net neutrality. Yeah, sure. then 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 their advertisers were pumping them. So if you subscribe to something that you know was related to AOL and they were coming into your neighborhood, they'd attach a disc to every magazine that they would send you. And then on top of that, all of a sudden the Chamber of Commerce just got AOL. So you know what? Everyone in the neighborhood should, should have it. So we're going to put you on a mailing list and they're going to send you a disc like it was insane you could go to the mailbox you know three out of the five you know or four out of the six days yeah, they like deliver mail, and you'd get these you'd have cd roms for aol 250 hours free 500 <laughs> hours free a thousand hours free but what the hell are you going to do with all these discs yeah yep I mean, it was... But the internet itself was very different then. Yeah. Internet was... no. Not everybody did it. Nope. Nope. And it didn't have the oversight it does today. Yeah, no. Yahoo chat rooms is where you met people. Oh, yep. Yeah, AOL chat rooms, Yahoo chat rooms. Hell, I just got an alert from my Yahoo email address that I need to log into it or I'm going to lose it. Oh, did you really? Yep. I think that's part of... I. Hey, Nate. What? ASL. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that means. I know what that means. ASL means. I know. I was. I thought for a second you were asking American Sign Language, but you then I realized what you meant. You said hi. They said hi. You said ASL. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Literally, uh, I used fun. to go online. I'd say hi to somebody, and that's what I did. There'd be twenty guys there. ASL. 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 It's like, man, go away. Yep. I tried to. Um, I think to try to and it partially just be a hipster and like recapture the magic of the older internet. Um, I tried to get into like IRC, which is still yeah. a thing, but is like only used by people who like refuse to leave it. And so yep. I'm yep. trying to come in and like, I'm trying to embrace it, but like there's such a learning curve slash like there's nobody, there's practically yeah, there's nobody no there. there. Yeah, nobody to talk to. But I like I want that kind of like chat room experience. I don't know. I 
I think the best thing you could do, and I don't, I've used IRC for a few things, but like recently, but more for support for questionable things, <laughs> um, <laughs> and and not as a as like a communications medium. Yeah. But I think your best bet for that would be to Discord. find. Well, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, there could be a Discord IRC, but I think your best bet is to find a genre of something that has that you know a, an interest of something where you're like, uh, all right, I dig this. Oh, they have an IRC channel. I can jump in here and we can talk about this. Maybe even retro computing. Yeah, that's why that kind of social media aspect where you you go by like genre or subject matter. I've never done well with that. Like on. When I got into Tumblr years ago, it was, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. it's what you make of it. It's like, what are you interested in following? Like, I don't really have, I'm kind of generically interested in everything, but not fanboy. I'm the fanboy about nothing. So like, right. That's yeah. So yeah, I guess what you're saying with that, that's part of why I wouldn't even do well in chat rooms is because it's like, what topic are you interested in? I'm like, I don't know. I just want to talk to people about like anything. So it's, un- it's died almost like forums have died, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, and I miss forums. I ran a bunch of forums in the early 2000s, and they were great, and they were great communities. And I, all, I, you know, much like you want to get into it to 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 try it and see what it's like, and and see the see if you can find the nostalgia. And I want to bring the nostalgia back in forums. And I'm literally like, I'll create a forum for three people. Well, I think in yeah. a way, Discord servers have kind of become. I mean, disc- I mean, yep. technologically, technology-wise, IR- Discord is effectively IRC. Um, yep. And, you know, the fact that there are Discord servers that are, some are large and community-based, some are specifically geared towards specific topics and all that type of stuff, and it's highly accessible. I think this has become kind of the, the new chat room, really. Absolutely. So... That's why I hang out here. That's why I hang out here all the time. I love talking to you guys. Oh, hey, Trevor. Welcome. Hey. Kiddo, didn't you say there's a new gaming chat now? Amiibo or something? Oh, never mind then. No. I got nothing. I thought you were talking. Are you talking? Were you talking to us, Bailey? No, I was talking to my kid. Oh, okay. She was saying something about a new social media platform or gaming platform or something. Not Signal, is it? No, what is the name of it, kiddo? Amino? Oh, I don't even know what that is. Damn kids today and their newfangled <laughs> technologies! Aren't those Nintendo things? Uh-huh. That it's uh, Amiibos? Oh. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, uh, Amiibos? No, that's... Ami- amino Acids? Yeah. What the hell yeah. is it? <laughs> Uh, Amino, Animo. I'm looking back at this. So I'm looking at this photo, the the TRS-80, and it looks yeah. like it looks like it's actually pretty standard hardware. I mean, I'm yeah. seeing a component cable, standard, you know, power brick, um, nothing too proprietary. But I know that was part of the probably challenge as well as interesting part of you know the 70s and 80s and even the 90s of of computing is the hardware was constantly changing and you know there wasn't like standardized hardware where have, we have today like yep. the USB I mean it stands for universal 
serial bus. So like back then you could have a lot of proprietary stuff. Yeah, and you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. But the other thing you got to remember too, as great as that is, we didn't have cable. So there was no cable thing on the back of the TV. You had screws for rabbit ears. Oh, rabbit ears. And you so you had to have one of the adapters to hook up the cable a lot of times to the slider mm -hmm. that went on the back of the TV and hooked up to the antenna for the rabbit ears. Or well, so It was like that time frame where cable was out, so not all TVs had cable. So you could get an adapter and still go through the rabbit ears with the cable. Yeah, the two U-hooks that slide yeah. over the screws, and then it yep. turns it into the barrel connector. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I didn't know I was going to jump in here and get all teary-eyed and nostalgic. Oh, my God. You're so silly. Oh, yeah. <sighs> hey, it's fun. What else was bigger that day? Phone freaking was bigger that day. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it's still a thing, but not like it was then. Is phone freaking. To explain Dude, what that is, I've heard of that. Can you make two or three dollars on the on the uh, the courtyard because you sold some CDs that were bootleg from Napster? <laughs> or even prior to Napster. Phone freaking is just like phone hacking. A, a great example Shock. of it is... Uh, <laughs> War dialing. I mean, that time, that's less freaking than real freaking. You've probably seen in movies where they drop a bunch of quarters in a in a payphone. If you know even know what a payphone is, I'm just kidding. But you drop them in a payphone and you record the sounds it makes and then play it back to the phone and it thinks it actually has money in it. Oh yeah, I've heard that. There's there's all sorts of things. PBXs were really big in you know they're still big, but they were they were big in businesses big businesses but they were never quite secure so you hear stories and stories and stories of like calling into conference lines that belong to companies and then using you know figuring out what the four digit pin is or figuring out you know uh, you know war dialing and figuring out all the the unlisted BBS lines or unlisted modem lines that takes you from freaking to hacking and things like that. There was there was a lot then, and then there was amateur radio that I got into a lot of trouble in as with a kid, as a kid. So lots of things. Yeah, that one I got in trouble for. What that one I got I got in trouble with the FCC for that one. Oh uh, yeah, so did I. <laughs> For, I didn't even realize it. Were you broadcasting a, an unregistered, unlicensed station? Yep. 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 I found the magazine clipping for a build-it-yourself FM um, broadcast unit. So it was small. I said, "All right." My parents didn't care. It was like twenty-eight dollars. I sent away for it. Got it. Built it. Built the antenna. And sent away. For I called it. them. Yeah. That concept is just that's an old concept. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I get it and I, I call my friend, he's like five miles away and I'm playing all this music and he can hear it. And I was like, Oh great, hey, it's working. So I'm playing music and everything else and next thing I know there's this knock on the freaking was it it took like a month or two? Like it was almost my whole summer vacation and next thing you know there's this knock on the door and there's these people there and they're, you know, got their little clipboards and jackets, and they're all official with their, you know, little alphabet on their sleeves. And 
My dad looks at me, man. He was so pissed. He's like, what have you been doing? I go, just playing music. He goes, are you broadcasting it? I go, yeah. He's like, well, you can't. I go, you said I could order it. <laughs> Where? What company even sold a clearly FCC violating? Realistic. Yeah, Realistic did, Uniden did, yeah. Cobra, Ranger. Yeah. There's a ton of companies that it's not out of the gate, but all it like a lot of the modifications you would have to do to a radio are, you know, at the time were almost similar to modifications you could do to computers. Yeah. Well, uh, let, let's put it this way. The one they sent me was um what did they say it was shortwave meaning it would only yep. broadcast like 10 feet yeah yep it wasn't that hard it was only two little pots that i had i had to clip out a, a diode or something if i remember right i clipped out the diode and then there's two pots that you just turn the pots up to i think one and three and that was it you had a fully broadcastable fm transit transmitter that would go for miles Sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, the the Rangers I had and the the Unidens I had, you they were clipped. So first of all, they had to meet FCC standards for power, but all you would literally have to do is clip a resistor off of the board, and you and, and this ties into the internet. You could easily go online and find the you know what you needed to do to to clip it and you know add an extra. 20 to 30 watts of power and i mean when we're talking you know eight watts on am as being the the legal wattage and now you're able to turn it up to you know 35 watts 30 watts that's that's a big difference uh the, the rangers that's key the mic up and screw up the am frequencies oh uh, well that's what i got in trouble for because i got i got into radio and i was a big crap talker and the big thing i wanted to do was be able to walk on anyone that i wanted to so which means you know if you're talking i'm talking over you and there's yep. not a whole lot of it you know of anything you can do so i went out and bought a linear amplifier which takes yep. the power from the radio into the linear and the linear adds power <laughs> to it exponentially oh yeah and I had a almost thousand watt linear. So again, eight watts is legal on AM. I had just under a thousand watts. And you can talk for states with that setup. But the problem I had was I lived about eight houses down from the county jail. <laughs> and linears make the frequent make the, the quality of the radio terrible. So you would just like Bailey said you would wipe out the AM bands and you would wipe out the adjacent FM bands that, that were there. And I was making it near impossible for the Rockingham County Jail to communicate with the officers in the field because I was screaming and yelling at truck drivers as a 13 or 14-year-old. <laughs> but that that was a thing during that time too that like they all kind of went hand in hand 
Oh, dude! Everybody's every like everyone had a like a, a landline, and they would yep. have these. They'd have these cordless phones, and everybody listened to everybody's oh, yeah. conversations yep. of the neighbors' oh, cordless yeah. phones. There like, was just, there was no radio encryption then. No. Yeah, it was just like a two point four gigahertz was just yep. hit. It was just hit, and then yeah. you would you'd like pick up your phone and you'd be listening to the neighbor, and then <laughs> you would go, "Hello," at the end, you're like, "Hello, who, who is this?" They're like, "Uh oh." Yep. <laughs> It was yeah, really I, weird back then. I I used my neighbor. You know, you you when I jumped in, you were talking about the porn stuff. I ju- I listened to my neighbor call porn lines on my scanner <laughs> on his cordless phone, and it was obviously the weirdest and creepiest thing. <laughs> but the idea that you have that much power, especially as you know a fourteen-year-old, and you're like, hey. I know what it, what's going on behind the scenes at everybody's house on the street because everybody at that point in time had a cordless phone. Yeah. You know, I can only imagine what people that lived in like apartment buildings cuz I lived in, you know, a rural town. People in apartment buildings where you have, you know, 20 apartments and everybody's on a cordless phone and the next building is right next door and they're all on cordless phones. Can you imagine the stuff you'd hear? Oh my gosh. That would be hilarious. There's a lot of shit that went on on this telephone. But that was normal. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was our internet. We had nothing better to do all day. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. You're like yeah, you were like doing a sleepover. You're like, hey, dude, I got the fucking cordless phone. Ain't nobody's looking for it. What does that mean? To watch the neighbors talk around eight o'clock at night. Sometimes they they, they say weird things. Watch. And, and maybe not only that, too. you do prank calls when you're done doing that. You do prank oh, calls. Oh yeah. Huh. Oh, I fucking loved prank calls. I call all sorts of people. I would call. I started calling this one number that was so close to my family phone number growing up. It was just off by one number, and I would prank it every single time. I ended up pranking it when I was late in high school, maybe early college, and it was these college chicks. It ended up being these college chicks after all these years. They were just a little older than me, and they picked me up, and they took us out, and it was really cool. <laughs> wow. That's weird. Yeah, I, it was like 10 years of fucking pranking these bitches when we were like kids. Well, you, let's throw a curveball in there, too, that that again becomes a little creepy when you think about it. Baby monitors. Baby baby monitors operated on the same frequency as most of the cordless phones, except the difference is, obviously, with a baby monitor, it's always on. So if you picked it up on a scanner, granted, a little creepy listening to the baby's room, but the mics were so good on it because they wanted them to be able to pick up, you know, baby bumps his head, baby does this, baby does whatever, you know, it, it, you could hear everything in the house. Mm-hmm. So you basically had mic'd the house. The GSM network would sometimes come across the speakers, too. Yeah. Random speakers. Yep. Yeah, no, it, that's actually, that's a really good point. You want to, that's a big difference between the internet now and the internet then, encryption. Yeah. Hmm. Nothing was safe. Nothing was, you know, you. Again, I don't if know. If we were looking for it, us, then it'd be so easy. <laughs> oh, so easy. If we knew then what we know now, 
Um, but this is a good one because I get this is a good generational thing. I highly, you may have Nate. I'm I'm shooting from the hip and being rude by taking the taking the shot at your age. It's fine. But did did you ever grow up with family or friends telling you not to post any of your like don't buy anything on the internet because it has you know your credit card numbers or things oh my like God, that. That's generational. Because uh, that, that yeah was probably. Like, that was a huge thing back in the you're day. You're crazy was, if you. You are nuts if you put. You're putting a credit card number on the internet. PayPal you are. Yeah, you are all into it. Yep. And that. Think about when PayPal started. I mean, that's PayPal's new compared to yeah. the internet. Yeah. 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 I don't think I. Don't think I was really allowed on the internet until we got the scams first. <laughs> when they worked. Sorry. Sorry, until when? Uh, probably about like I don't know, like twelve or fifteen years ago. Okay. So like, yeah, I mean, like anything pre two thousand, pre two pre two thousand eight, probably. I wasn't on the internet then. I mean, my parents didn't let me, my mom didn't let me watch YouTube unless it was supervised and like, cause yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No. Cause you didn't know, but that, that falls in that. So that's why I ask. Cause you know, obviously your parents are, you know, probably closer to my generation and Bailey's generation. Yeah. Like our generation, um, than we are to your generation. So that's why I wasn't sure. Like that is, I, I remember my mother, my grandmother was still to this day. You put your personal information on a website? Like, yeah. yeah, that's how the world works these days. But but true enough, back then, and I think that goes to the you know the encryption thing. You just weren't you weren't safe doing it, and you didn't know you didn't one hundred percent know who was on the other end. Yeah, because we watch Dateline, we know fucking what Chris <laughs> is looking for, and this is rapers. They're just that's out there right. raping everybody. Yeah. Hey, just remember this: for long as as long as the internet's been around, there's been scammers trying to get a hold of you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that there was a prince that had money for you from Nigeria. Yeah, right <laughs> I love it when they tell me that shit. I'm like, fucking, my car's been paid for for like ten years at this point. Yeah. My favorite are still, you know, are the new ones that we obviously didn't have back then. I still love the the Windows technician hackers. Oh god, yeah. They are hands down my favorite people to screw with when they call because I'm always like, "What computer is it? Oh, it's the PC. I only have Macs." Uh, well, it's, it's the Mac too, but you're the Microsoft company. Microsoft doesn't have anything to do with Mac. But they you're running Windows on the Mac. No. <laughs> I mean, I say things I shouldn't say. And I won't yeah, that's that's. Yeah. My friend got him one day. He calls and he goes, "For Windows, really?" He goes and he just makes it up. He goes, "What office do you work out?" He goes, "I work out of what did he say? The Tuscaloosa office." He goes, "Which one do you work out of? I've never heard of you." Oh man. Dude, he screwed with this poor guy so bad he made up an employee ID number, everything. He's like, I want to know your supervisor's name right now. I want to speak to your supervisor. <laughs> oh, that's the best. 
I was like, oh my god, dude, you're fucking hilarious. Man, those were the days, though. I mean, that's, you know, there really wasn't a whole lot of regu... I mean, honestly, a, the reason there is a lot of regulation is because a lot of the stupid shit we all did back when the internet <laughs> <Yep>. came out. <laughs> yeah. And then they started catching on, and we were like, uh, dark Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we still doing drugs on there, huh? <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, that's... Why, why you always got to go, like, sell human beings in the middle of my drug transactions? You you bringing that up brings up a good point. If you really, really want to see what the uh, the internet was like then... It was for... Go, no, 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 no. Just go to the dark web. Yeah. Jump on Tor, try to find sites, try to... You oh, know yeah. What I mean? exactly. Learn to navigate that. That is pretty much what the internet was back in the day. Yep. That's a good point. J just careful where you end up, which I'm, is again much hey, like the internet. On an FBI list. Yeah. <laughs> I have yep. I have checked out a couple tour sites. Uh, yep, the bay's a little bit better on the tour too, but yeah, I haven't used the bay. I I visited the Silk Road. Yep, me too. I think Silk Road is like version three at that point. It's probably on like version no, nine I don't now. Sell teddy bears on the Silk Road. Alpha Bay. Fun. Alpha Bay is where it's at, if they were still around too. But they have, you know what? Those, you know, this this goes off in a whole other direction. But those dark web marketplaces have fascinating stories tied to them. do. It's the best. They do. Like they that that podcast I listened to goes over all of those and what it took to bring them down and the idiocy of some of the people there, but how much ridiculous money they made. It's, it, it's honestly, it's like watching Wolf of Wall Street. What, what podcast? Darknet Diaries. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Th yep. Jack Recider does, uh, he's the guy that does it. I've listened to almost every single one they've done is a, with a few exceptions, but he touches on, like he started off his first, maybe 10 or 15 episodes were <laughs> 10 to 20 minutes long and now his new current episodes he gets very in-depth with and they'll run you 45 minutes to an hour and they're really good i mean he has things on the dark web he has stuff on phone freaking he has stuff on just basic hacking uh he has stuff he just did a three-part series on uh north korea that started off with how people defect from north korea to south korea and like what it takes and then it turned into the state-sponsored hacking from north korea and what they've done and that part of north korea's gdp is based on state-sponsored hacking huh i i just so, fascinating stuff but it's you know it's all dark web sort of theme we can rename this this stream to tech chat felonies <laughs> <laughs> no on I, I will say this is actually like a really good it's like actually a podcast quality uh stream going on here talking to you guys about nostalgic tech the internet evolution it is well i'm glad i jumped in when i did fucking nerds <laughs> and that's and, where we'll end it and that's right and that's where the podcast ends <laughs> yeah, that's where we'll end it for the night <clears throat> poor nate having to run those emergency ads <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just have you got a stream deck yet? I do have a stream deck. Um, 
You need to program a button for emergency ad. That's a good point. You know, I should do that. I mean, I need to mess around with the stream deck and uh, get the all the buttons. Be a picture of a spoon. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, for, some, for some reason, I totally thought you said the bunny sent me a picture of a spoon, and I was like, "What's Hops and Brews sending you a picture of a spoon for?" <laughs> Hops is a drunk little bunny. <laughs> Well, I think I am going to end the stream. But... All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Don't forget to like and subscribe and hit that bell. I think, Spoon, you you're the only one watching the stream, so if there's anything you want to promote to yourself. It says there's two. Oh, I've actually got four or five. What, are you guys just joining now? <laughs> no, I've been on here. <laughs> okay. My sound's goofing with me. I had to actually stop the YouTube playback. That's fine. I don't... I make like pennies if if not just one single penny off of the stream so it's fine hey there's that's a, a penny you didn't fun. have yeah it is but alright well I don't know guys promote something to I don't know this for posterity's sake promote something whatever compact 386 PCs were awesome back in the day that's my promotion you should get out there and play with one and understand your old tech I yep. do. I do want to. Jesus is watching you. Don't play with yourself. <laughs> well, now Nate doesn't have two pennies to rub together. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is watching. Uh, Just remember, Jesus is watching every fucking move. Make sure to watch next week where we talk about drugs on the Silk Road. <laughs> uh, yeah. Next episode of drugs. No. Yeah, there no. goes the other penny.